Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, what's up all you hooligans? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse's Biker News for this morning, 229-2020. We are going to break down the Bagos case in Las Vegas and where the prosecutors went wrong. Well, where they went wrong was they prosecuted a case. And then we got some great stories coming up. We covered that one where a biker that went down wanted to see where his guardian angel was, and she appeared. Also got great news in the motorcycle profile in a reading. Let's get started. Okay, okay. Now, when I was talking about the Las Vegas stuff, we covered that, and boy, you know, I was pretty excited that we actually got jurors that got common sense, man. Uh, That whole trial was screwed up from the beginning. It happened in the end to be a great thing because at first I was like, man, you got to give a mistrial on this stuff, especially when the government even admitted their star witness was a liar. His nickname is Jabbers, and you know what? I think for good reason, okay? But in the end, a not guilty verdict is even better, and you know what? It is something else to be able to beat the government at their own game because them people man they got like a 97 percent uh conviction rate and i believe the reason for that is because they set the bail so high they set the freaking uh uh sentences so high people just want to plead out because they don't got the money to fight them but the vagos took them down took them down great stuff let's get in our news for today man don't forget to subscribe to the channel and my other channel we're getting going man we put up a bunch of videos i was talking about rico and the fiza and all that good stuff over there so get over there subscribe got the link in the description box and the show notes it's over on motorcyclemadhouse.com uh, let's get her going hey we're over on harleyliberty.com and the federal prosecutors have come under fire for a second time in two years after a surprise acquittal this week in a high-profile criminal case of the Boggles Motorcycle Club. By the way, if you haven't gone over to HarleyLiberty.com, go check it out, man. And there you go on the the right-hand side if it's showing up in the the screenshot. The Ravens of a Lunatic. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Go over to that uh, channel and check it out. Uh, From the Las Vegas Review, federal prosecutors have come under fire for the second time in two years. (laughs) 
I love it when it goes against them. Karma sucks, don't it? <laughs> a jury acquitted Fago's Motorcycle Club members Monday of racketeering and charges, uh, you know, homicide charges in a case that has cost taxpayers millions of dollars. Yes, that's you. You paid for this. Your tax money at work. Prosecutors persuaded the case even after their star witness, former Vagos member Gary Jabber, Rudnick Jabbers, it should be Rat now, uh, was caught lying two months on into the seventh month trial. Quote, for whatever reason, stubbornness, arrogance, just blind refusal to look at the facts and evidence, the federal government did nothing to vet Rudnick, said former federal prosecutor Kathleen Bliss a defense lawyer in the case. Way to fight this case, Kathleen. Way to go. We got to give you a hand. Way to go. Way to go. Uh, this could happen to any group of people the government decides it doesn't like. There you go. You have that from a defense attorney that was a former prosecutor. And this is why it's so important to get involved with the profiling fight. Get involved with it. Because it's just not a club thing, man. We're talking bikers in general. The government cannot stand bikers because they stick together, man. It's a threat to them. But you got to get in the fight. And we're going to be talking about that later on, about this Alabama rep that finally got involved in the profile and fight. What you got to do is call your senators, your uh, representatives, everybody. Get them on board this resolution, man. Yeah, I know it's not a law, but it's a resolution that puts out notice and education out there. Hopefully, one of these days, we'll get a law against it. Uh, the jury verdict cast a shadow over the government's decade-long and sometimes criticized investigation into the Vagos Club. Well, you know, they were going after the Mongols for a decade. That's still going on. They want their patches. That's how bad the government is. When prosecutors obtain a sweeping indictment in the case in 2017, a top federal law enforcement official in Washington, D.C. said the charges were aimed at dealing a, quote, crippling blow to one of the country's most ruthless and violent criminal gangs. Well... You would say that in Washington, D.C., and you know what? I'd look in your backyard before you start casting stones, buddies. Uh, this week, acquittals came on the heels of a stunning dismissal in January of 2018 of the criminal case against Bunkerville rancher Cliven Bundy. Rock on Bundy! Stemming from a 2014 armed showdown with law enforcement that drew national attention for years. That is what happens when you stand up for your government. They don't want you to have your Second Amendment rights because of that. Because people do not take it. Don't take it. Very important to get involved. U.S. District Judge Gloria Navarro tossed out the Bundy case in the middle of the trial because of flagrant government misconduct. Navarro, who also provided over the Vagos case, chastised the government for not providing the Bundy defense with evidence that could have harmed prosecution efforts. 
Well, at least she did that uh, because, again, I thought it had been a mistrial, but, hey, we got a not guilty verdict out of this. The missteps tarnished the reputation of the Nevada U.S. Attorney's Office, which they always are. You want to talk uh, tarnished, come to Chicago, and left the rest of the criminal case in disarray. Fallout from the government's actions was felt within the office. The lead uh, case prosecutor, Stephen Meyer, was removed as acting head of the office. An interim U.S. attorney was brought in from the outside uh, Nevada to con take control. Well, let's hope that they're doing that in Washington. You know, my God, if you go and look at my other channel where I did that RICO and FISA stuff, man, ugh. Prosecutors who have appealed the Bundy uh, dismissal, which of course they're gonna, are not accused of similar transgressions uh, in the Vagos case, but defense lawyers and legal experts voice concern about the government's handling of Rudnick and other major witnesses who were attacked at the trial for lacking credibility, which they themselves admitted. These cases show that sometimes the federal government sometimes might butt. Uh, wields enormous power to prosecute unpopular people regardless of the evidence. Hey, what's your name? Uh, Lori Laughlin or something like that? It just came out that the government was uh, coaching this guy to tell people that it was a bribe. And yeah, right. You know what? Lori Laughlin, she's like America's freaking next door neighbor. I do love her. And uh, who, uh, what is it? Uh, when the bleeds the heart or something, I love that freaking show, man. But I'm uh, I'm into that kind of stuff, you know, the older stuff. Uh, but anyway, you know she didn't do that stuff. Y you know it. <laughs> anyway, uh, the case show that sometimes the federal government does wield the enormous power. What makes the outcome of both cases rare is that the government generally has a high conviction rate, which we talked about earlier roughly 95% or higher in federal court because of the amount of time and unlimited, there it is, you know, hashtag that or put a line under that, resources it can put into an investigation. They ran into their match with the Bagos because them eight boys, they stood together stood together you have better chances of standing together and that's what true brotherhood is it's when you're under fire that's when you know who your true brothers are uh prosecutors were forced to disavow rudnick's testimony in the vagos case leaving open the possibility that it could cast doubt on the alleged racketeering conspiracy that centered around the 2011 shooting death of a rival motorcycle gate leader at the casino in the Sparks. Rudnick alleged that the killing of the Hells Angel member Jeffrey Jethro Pettigrew was authorized by the lead Bagos de uh, defendant, Pastor Palafox, then international president of the club. Go on YouTube. You can see an interview of this. You can tell by the interview he did not order this, man. This was a damn self-defense case. Uh, defense lawyers maintain that the shooting and death was not planned and was the result of a fight between the two groups on the casino floor. Pettigrew belonged to the San Jose, California chapter of the Hells Angels. 
Bliss said jurors didn't think much of Rednick's testimony. I wouldn't either. As soon as I know he was lying and stuff, I would have been, uh-uh. I'd have been telling the jurors, oh, this case has got to be thrown out, man. Not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Uh, quote, my impression from their comments was that they thought Rednick was a train wreck, which he was. Uh, jabbers. The rat jabber. Uh, they didn't believe in him. They un didn't understand why he was testifying. But prosecutors presented an array of other evidence to the jury that supported the charges, including eyewitness testimony and video of the killing in the, uh, the casino. I contend the videos was the best evidence for the Vagos. It shows what went down, and the jurors had to believe it. It wasn't just, uh, you know, jabbers the rat. It was a video that showed what went down. They also played recordings of the defendants discussing the use of violence against rival motorcycle gangs and provided the testimony of an undercover federal agent who had infiltrated the exclusive hierarchy of the Vagos. I mean, I always find cops to be busybodies. They're always in this stuff, man. And what it usually, how it usually starts off at is... Somebody gets freaking jammed up and then they run to feds and next thing you know, there's a damn investigation under cops all over the place. And this is why it's, I always say, it's only limited to a few people within a club that do stuff like this. This ain't no organized crime syndicate, any of that stuff. There's a lot of hardworking men and women in these, uh, well, not women. Women in their own clubs or riding clubs, but I'm talking about men. Man, slap me for that one. <laughs> anyway, uh, the jury acquittals have left 13 other Vagos defendants waiting to stand trial in limbo. Yeah, I think you might just want to throw that stuff out right now because you already got a black eye. And if I was a defense lawyer, I'd be using that like a heartbeat. Uh and uh, right now, the defense lawyers are uh, considering asking for dismissals, but the Nevada U.S. Attorney Offices has not said whether it will drop the charges. It's easy. The judge should uh, throw it out, man. The office said in a statement that the case against several of the remaining defendants is still set for trial in April. We'll be covering it if it does go on. Uh, after the jury acquitted eight defendants, Nevada U.S. Attorney Nicholas uh, Trontinix issued a statement saying, I'm grateful for the court's time, the jury's consideration, and the diligent work of the assistant U.S. attorneys towards a verdict that the jury found to be fair and just. Yeah, he's got his head between his legs right now is what it is. Uh, sufficient evidence needed, and this is from the UNLV law professor Eve Hannon, who specializes in criminal law and procedure, said prosecutors should go forward with a case at trial only if they are convinced they have sufficient evidence to obtain a conviction. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Prosecutors are not supposed to throw spaghetti against the wall to see if it sticks. Well, they usually do that. And they do it because people don't have the resources they do and they end up having to plead out or something. You should thank God that the Bagos and uh, the Mongols had the money to fight this because with them fighting it, it pushes back on law enforcement from going after you even though sometimes... <laughs> They'll keep on going forward. 
Uh, Charles LaBella, a former deputy chief in the Justice Department's frog section, said he hopes the Vodigo's prosecutors had a serious discussion about whether to proceed with trial after Rudnick acknowledged lying, lying on the witness stand. And I'm wondering here, just a wondering, if he's going to get uh, prosecuted for perjury. He admitted it. It's always a tough decision if your main cooperator goes south on you and you consider this, uh, the case. He's now in private practice in San Diego. They were really caught between a rock and hard place, but at the end of the day, prosecutors are supposed to do the right thing. Not what saves face. If justice demands that a case be stopped, then they probably should have stopped it. Yeah, right. That'd never happen. And let's, uh, last thing, the judge didn't toss the charges. Navarro had the chance, and I argued about this, to throw out the charges at trial. But in November, after more than four years of, or four hours, four years, slap, she declined to do it. She acknowledged, however, that the government's case was a lot weaker than it was in the beginning. The defense raised a serious claim of government wrongdoing during the seven months of trial that prosecutors knownly sponsored, sponsored just like they did in the Lori Laughlin case right now, Rudnick's false testimony. Yes, that is your Justice Department at work right now. This is why it's so important to make sure to get in the fight. Let's go on to some good news here. Let's listen to this real quick. I asked the, our church to pray for him because he did tell me his name was Shannon at the accident. This is the guardian angel. This is Donna DeSparks, the woman biker Shannon Williams credits with saving his life. A woman showed up and knelt down beside me and asked if I were a Christian. Of course I am. And uh, she Rock took my roll. hand. And from the moment she took my hand and started praying for me, all my pain had left my body. God wants me to just go. And I got out of the van and I ran up there and um, called him. I just asked him if he was a Christian and he said yes. And I Man, that accident looks bad. Williams remembered the moment but says he was in too much pain to remember what his quote guardian angel looked like. But he was determined to find her. I get emotional thinking about it. I would I really too, do. man. I it's would too. kindness of a stranger. It turns out Sparks had been looking for him too. I have been praying ever since that day. And I went to hospitals recently, um, seeing how he was, if they could give me any information. Now, just as Williams was determined to find her, she is determined to reunite with him. I would love to meet Shannon. I just want to see him face to face. Rock and roll, man. Rock and roll. Uh, that is just an awesome story. And it's great to hear that uh, there's actually good people left in this country. Because right now we are so divided, it's unreal. But this right here, man, the old man upstairs made sure that this dude was taken care of. This is beautiful stuff. Uh, this one's off a of WKRG Biker Dad. And uh, you know what? I love Biker Dad. I follow him constantly every day i look at his stuff you know this guy is just awesome for the biker community he really is and i'm gonna go to a second one of his uh and his name is chris best and he does a lot of good stuff uh with you know the biker community let's listen to this next one 
And this is about Red Alabama. Water, Chris Best checking in here today. We have some news here in lower Alabama about a group of bikers who are asking Congress to help stop biker profiling. And today they finally got some support from an Alabama congressman. According to a 2016 National Motorcycle Profiling Survey, as many as half of all motorcyclists say they are unfairly profiled. Now, when he's talking about the uh, MPP, uh, I believe that is the arm of the C, uh, the National Coalition of Clubs because they're two different things, NCOM and uh, the Coalition. But that motorcycle profiling survey you can actually get uh, online. I'll put a link to it. Pushing for a U.S. House resolution to fight such profiling. And so far, almost all of the states in the union have someone co-sponsoring a bill. One of those that does not is Alabama. But today, for the first time, an Alabama Congress member has promised that he will back the resolution. Members of Dixie Abate, that's American Bikers Aimed Towards Education, met up with U.S. Congressman Bradley burned Thursday at a local barbecue joint. He was there for a meet and greet, but they were there to ask him why none of Alabama's members of Congress have jumped in to support the resolution. Rock and roll, man. That's a bait at work. It is House Resolution 255. Make sure if your congressman is not signed up for this to get on board. Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Okay, man. It was a lot of good news today. Very good news. Been excited for the Vagos uh, all this week because it just shows everybody how if people stick together, like I said before, you can win on something like this, man. And you know what? The patch uh, case, I believe, is in the Ninth Circuit. Uh, so... Get in that fight, man. Stay in the fight for motorcycle club profiling uh, and biker profiling because it's not just them. It's everybody. It's us. Every And you guys know what I'm talking about, man. These cops cannot distinguish between a hog patch and an A-bait patch. They automatically think there's something wrong. There's something bad. They're pulling you over because the way you look... Uh, it's just not right. So this resolution is something big. And one of the things that I started on uh, the full-length episodes of Motorcycle Madhouse over on the radio uh, is legislation that's uh, out there, how to get involved, the whole nine yards. Uh, episode 14 is out. Uh, episode 15 will be out Monday. Make sure every Monday you can listen to it, but you also get the biker news almost every day over on our radio station because that really is the wheelhouse that we have. That's what we're best known for is radio. And, you know, the people over on YouTube, you're watching me uh, record it right now. <laughs> you know, I always say, hey, you know, they say, hey, what's with this or what's with the light? Hey. I'm recording the show, man. Uh, I just do this so you to see it behind the scenes. Uh, important, make sure you go over to our other channel. I'm doing a lot of different things on that other channel. I'm going to be, you know, of course, I give my little six, seven minute spiels, you know, my opinions on some of the things that are going on. Uh, but I'm also going to have production stuff. Right now, I'm in the middle of a documentary that we're going to be filming all year long so busy man so busy got a lot of good footage already uh 
And what it's going to be talking about is the lifestyle in general. It's not going to be just uh, club stuff, even though we're going to be talking about clubs. It's going to be about riding club. It's going to be about rallies. It's going to be about titties. It's going to be about the way it should be. So, uh, been keeping me busy, but we're going to have a lot of that stuff over on uh, the other channel. But uh, you know what? It's not just a biker channel. It's my views in general, man. Uh, so, you know, I like uh, I call it the ravings of a lunatic. You know, because some people call me a lunatic sometimes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show today. If you got a suggestion or you want to see something covered, let me know. Uh, I am scouring the internet for uh, more good things towards uh, bikers, not only uh, the bad stuff, but I'm scouring, man, uh, but I don't have enough hours in the day, it seems, but uh, with that, you guys, uh, make sure you guys stay safe, you guys going to Daytona, make sure you save safe, uh, also give a congratulations out to them Bagos, man, they really, uh, really fought, and this is good stuff, hopefully those other 10 don't get charged, because, well, they are charged, but don't get prosecuted, because uh, the government should see the errors of its way, am I holding my breath, hell no, because you know that's not what's going to happen, we'll be following that story as it happens, but uh, with that, don't forget to go to HarleyLiberty.com, where we are just on to get your daily biker news, as well as our other platforms, Facebook, Instagram, I got different videos that go on over on Instagram, Instagram uh, than I do on my other channel. So we got little videos. We got them going on, man. We're just killing it with the content for you guys. If you like to help us out, make sure to visit our PayPal link. Everything you donate goes into the show to keep it going. With that, I'll talk to you guys later. Mm-hmm.